Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And I'm Danny, a Sagittarius Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. And, and we're, we're your Astro sluts. sluts. It's Campfire Week, so we're going to get into all things fiery like twin flames and toxic relationships. If you have been enjoying our podcast so far, we would really appreciate if you left a review on whatever platform you listen to. Obviously, five stars. Go say nice things about us. Five stars only. (laughs) Um, But it does really help with reaching new audiences with our podcast so we can give you more and better content for the future. If you want to stay up to date on all the latest, you can join our text list. We'll text you when there's a new episode out and when there's any fun things like an event or a new merch drop. All the things you'll need to stay in the know. Text SLUT to 833-676-2680. You may know we have merch now. It is on our Depop shop, Astro Sluts. However, you could follow us on Instagram and maybe we'll do a little story sale sometime soon for our stickers and tanks and thongs as well. Yeah, and anything new we've got cooking up. Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. We had our first IRL meetup yesterday. It was so special. It was so cute. It was so cute. We had a little park party. If you're not familiar with Chicago, we had it like up north by the lake. So it was just like the perfect little outdoor It was Saturday. the perfect day. Oh like, my God, it was Great amazing. temperature. Yeah. It was so sweet. Yeah. We ma- drank strawberry matcha lemonades so they were pink and green and you already know they had cute little umbrellas because danny yeah. and i cannot half-ass anything <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> like, had, there will be garnish yeah <laughs> we had a little pink and green tie-dye station we had our merch there and lots of friends yeah it was so cute meeting some of you uh, one of you brought a puppy, so yeah, so that always, was always bonus a win. points. <laughs> <laughs> but we would love to do more events in the future, and we hope to see you there. Yeah. Do you have any personal updates for us? Um, I don't think so. Just still loving life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> loving life, loving my boy. Um, yeah, things are going well. It's very fun. We're having a nice little little summer fun time. I was sad he was supposed to hang out with Danny and I last night, but he was working. The timing did not work out, but it's okay. We're going on a double date this week. We are going on a I double didn't tell date. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it was a date. I literally but. just <laughs> It's really funny. You didn't tell him where we're going either. I told him where we're going, okay. but I just like said I got us tickets to this thing. I didn't okay. even like mention the whole thing. <laughs> I was saying this morning that like <laughs> they're like upset that they haven't met. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I love. They're that. like, why am I acting like Danny's like <laughs> my best friend and like I haven't met her boyfriend we've been, like, yet? Like, we've been keeping them from each other, kind of thing. It is so funny, hilarious. I love it. We will report back. Yes next week on the double date okay. I ha- I just yeah. can't even imagine okay so I met Danny's boy like we were just making very out in his brief car and yeah I walked by. up I said hi it's nice to meet you 
And then it was really cute. He couldn't tell if he should like shake my hand or not. <laughs> and I was like standing outside the car. He was like sitting in the driver's seat. I was like, no, we're not going to shake hands. I was like laughing because I, I loved how you like later described it to Kelly that yeah. you were like not trying to scare yeah. him with enthusiasm and it just like cracked me up because that's the correct way to approach him. <laughs> I feel like anyone else would have been like, oh, Aubrey seemed a little cold. It right. It was like, just like great, 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 great. That was a great interaction. <laughs> yeah. So like getting out the car, I'm like, oh my God, it's fine like this. I get to meet Thomas now. <laughs> I've literally seen, like, one photo of him. I know. There's, and like, no evidence he exists. We love that. I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, act cool, act cool. And then I walk up to the car. I go, hi, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So, basically, it's going They're really best well friends. so far. Yeah. <laughs> basically. We're going to hang out. Yeah. Well, you know how that goes. I love it. Do you have any updates for us? Well, I so I went to Pittsburgh. Yes. To meet my partner's parents. I got to meet grandma too. On accident, kind of. Wasn't supposed it. to meet grandma and then grandma caught that we were in town, so Yeah. We had to see grandma. Um, it was really good. Like I love that. Not really anything bad to say. Like, we had such a good trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I famously, our Airbnb was really weird. <laughs> but, you know, that's for a different podcast. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel really good. I, like, <laughs> we literally were, like, driving out of the city, like, to come home. And I was like, we broke the curse. Literally. <laughs> the past two people I've dated, I've met their families in July. And then... Like, we've broken up immediately after that. Yeah. So, I was very nervous going yeah, in. Yeah, understandably. Like, this is, like, a major trigger. Yeah, like, literally. Like, we've I, done this before. Yeah, like, last year when I did it, I was like, I have a really bad feeling. But I was like, okay, no, it's, like, just yeah. old shit being brought back up. And then I was like, then whatever. Yeah. Sa- similar shit. Not similar shit, but similar outcome happened. Right. But I was like, yes. I was like, we broke the curse. And they were like, that. yeah. And I was like, and we're not going to break up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're Aww. like, yeah. That's so cute. So that was exciting. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Other than that. I love it. Danny and I saw my partner DJ last night. Oh my God, it was so, so fun. We had the best time. We literally had the best time. <laughs> and we met one of you. Yes. Which was very special. It was. So thank you for saying hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our advice segment. Every week we have one of you write into us asking for, you know, a little help with the stars. And this is this week's submission says i'm a taurus sun cap moon aries rising gemini venus taurus mercury aries mars i've been with my partner for almost 10 years who is an aries sun pisces moon libra rising taurus venus aries mercury cancer mars when people first see our sun signs they always think we wouldn't work but we've had such a powerful strong bond that it has me curious what works in our charts and brings us together his chart doesn't quite reflect what you'd assume an aries to be 
we'll go back and review because yeah. it was a lot to remember. So I guess let's just like start with the sons for fun. Yeah. Um, we have a the re- like the listener is a Taurus son and mm-hmm. their partner is a an Aries son. Mm-hmm. That's two like very strong willed people. Totally, I would say for sure. So I definitely see why people are like, you wouldn't get along. I guess the Taurus son is also an Aries rising, though. You definitely like understand how like an Aries is gonna be yeah exactly like you have more earth energy but like you have those Aries placements yourself so I think you definitely aren't like maybe like afraid or like thrown off by that yeah you understand like the impulsivity yeah exactly and just like the um it was like the energy and like passion like you get that yeah because like I mean typically Taurus are a lot more like on the other end of the spectrum like we're vibing we're chilling we're We're staying in bed yeah we're running we're going but you have those placements as well so I'm sure that kind of helps balance you or like kind of put you in the middle (laughs) yeah a little more then the Taurus on Aries rising has a Capricorn moon and mm-hmm. the other Has is a, a Pisces, Pisces moon. moon. That one is. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's more shocking than anything else, I think, uh-huh. to me. Like, upon, like, just the, a cat moon, Pi- Pisces moon, like, I would mm-hmm. expect the Capricorn moon to, like, bully the Pisces moon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Obviously, no, totally. we can, like, grow and be self-aware and, like, I don't know, something my partner says all the time is you have to, like, choose love. Yeah. And, like, go into partnerships, like, you know, not bullying the other person. Like, so I'm sure you've, like, worked. I mean, just even to just be with someone for almost 10 years, you have to, like. Yeah, you've clearly done a ton of work. Yeah. Because that is, like, extremely difficult, like, to just, like, let someone see you. Totally. For that long. I feel like having the, like that Aries placement with a Pisces moon, like you can stand up for yourself to that cat moon. Yeah, though. that's true. Like you absolutely don't. You do have a Libra rising, which is again on the softer side, but you have that Aries fire energy. So like the calf could say whatever, but like your Aries is probably going to fight back more than your Pisces is. Yeah. But I feel like some that Aries is probably going to like take over in those in those moments. Yeah, that's interesting that your your partner feels like very like well balanced uh-huh having a libra rising of course is gonna be like yeah i mean major balance the, ba- the balancer <laughs> but then like having like aries and pisces like yeah no you've got start to finish right <laughs> no yeah exactly <laughs> the clock. oh that is so interesting i guess it's it's literally ba 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 yeah yeah that was not super clear, but what I meant is like first, middle, last would be a better way to say that. You've got one, seven, and twelve. Yeah, interesting. Oh wow, yeah, that is a nice um big three. It really is. Yeah. So the Taurus Sun like listener has a Gemini Venus Aries Mars. Okay, yeah. And then their partner has a Taurus Venus Cancer Mars. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. I guess this goes to say, we've said this before, but, like, you can, like, think of, like, who your ideal match would be or, like, you know, like, you have always been, like, I need to be with an earth sign to, like, really ground me. And then, like, 
Yeah, straight. You fire. meet someone and it's like nothing that you would think that you need. Like you just never know what's I gonna know. happen. And I think it also just like says a lot about like if you like someone you grow to like things about them Mm -hmm. or are you not that saying like i'm like that sounded like arranged marriage stop yeah but a little bit yeah like if you're with someone you just like you can choose to like things about them Mm -hmm. and kind of or like maybe you just like something because it's different than yourself which is also something nice you know like you can recognize like you probably recognize in each other what like you don't possess on your own and then like it probably it only makes you more like well-rounded or like can learn from the other person like yeah yeah I think it is like totally a relationship vibe too to just be like completely different from each other no absolutely yeah no I feel like that's what a lot about what we're literally gonna get into later this episode but there is like a lot of power in being very different from someone because I almost feel like that you have room to like not clash yeah because it's just like we're like from different planets yeah literally (laughs) and then it's just like well good for you you're doing that I'm doing this and we just love each other yeah definitely don't like let people like I don't know like say shit about your relationship or like absolutely I don't know clearly something's working for you without looking at your charts yeah and totally just trust that and if like maybe there is like an area of your relationship that you feel needs work then like right read maybe about your own that a little more like that area of your yeah chart. if you're having like some communication issues recently learn about your own mercury and what you need in that and then if you think it would be helpful learn about their mercury right and how like where it's like not aligning yeah absolutely and then you can move forward with that information and see how each of you can kind of like compromise Mm -hmm. to make it work for the other person's sign yeah for sure but we're very happy for you yeah we love it. and inspiration to us all hey sluts just wanted to let you know for the rest of the episode we're going to be talking about toxic relationships abuse in general and there is mention of suicide so if that's not your vibe i would dip out here and we'll see you next week love you it's time for our astro education segment this week we're going to talk about twin flames Um, I feel like before we even get into it, we should do a disclaimer because I feel like there's just so much terrible twin flame information on the internet. I really had to sift through so much of it. And like, (laughs) yeah, especially on social. Like basically, I would just like, like this is not an excuse to be in a toxic relationship. Not at all. I just feel like that is such a common like, oh my God, he's my twin flame. And it's like, no, he just literally like shoved you down a flight of stairs. (laughs) Like you're not learning anything karmically, spiritually from that. Like he's just a terrible person. And I feel like that is like the reputation twin flames get. And that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. So I don't know. The whole concept of a twin flame flame is like it seems no one's quite like agreeing yeah no absolutely which I'm like okay so is it just like fake (laughs) I mean there's definitely like I feel like I've read books I can't remember what books this was in okay I've read multiple books 
where it's brought up and it's always something different. Yeah. Which is fine. Things can mean a lot of things to different people, but I think we're going to kind of talk about like what we've learned, what resonates with us, and Mm -hmm. then you can kind of do the same, like take what resonates with you about it. One of the ways I've seen Twin Flames talked about the most, I would say, is like kind of like two halves of the soul. Right. So that's like from Plato. That's like there's like humans have two faces, four arms, four legs, and then you get split. That's like kind of where this like twin flame and like a lot of kind of theories or spiritual realms comes from. Um, So it's like a lot of times like a super magnetic connection is like how you would know you met your twin flame. Yeah, it's like love at first sight. It's like feeling like you've known someone before or like like you know them really well as soon as you meet them said to me the other day he was like just like telling you I love you doesn't even like like adequately describe the way I feel about you at all like words could just never could never amount to that that's like so twin flame energy yeah (laughs) like just so like oh my god like gives me like very Courtney and Travis yeah that like so over the top probably like MGK and Megan Fox but that's where I would say like I that is like I don't know I have a lot of I've seen a lot of recent TikToks about them that I would say definitely veers into abuse but then would be like we're twin flames that's like that kind of energy for me but that's you know my own opinion but I think the thing that's like super important to remember about this is like these are very rare this is like a very rare soul connection that not everyone even has yeah or like you might have it like one time in your many many lives and that's why like every cute person you meet is not your twin flame right so the term twin flame wasn't coined until like the 80s or something Mm -hmm. but there's like in like so many like religions and spiritual practices there are like similar concepts of like there is this one soul out there that you're like it's always the same person like it's always the yeah. same soul like every time you're like reincarnated a lot of the like origin story things that I was seeing are like if you don't find them you're doomed mm, mm-hmm. was like the vibe of like interesting in like you know the ancient yeah. texts totally was like you're always born in different places and if they're different like levels of like if you don't find them, mm-hmm. you're like either your soul is like doomed to like be born yeah. again or it's some of them are like, try again next time. Totally. That's interesting, too, though, because I think there's like also like where people um, have differing views on this is like soulmate versus twin flame. Yeah. Like some people like your soulmate is not your twin flame. Some people a twin flame is a kind of soulmate. Yeah. Sometimes it could be, like, interchangeable. Yeah. Like, for me, I always thought they were very different. That's, like, my personal view. Like, that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I'm sure in some, like, theories or school of thoughts. Yeah. It's, like, one in the same or, like, a kind of soulmate. Yeah. I guess what I gathered is, like, you have many soulmates. Obviously, everyone believes, you know, different things. Yeah. But what I gathered, I guess what resonated for me is you have many soulmates and, like, one of them is your twin flame. Yeah, that's so interesting because I truly believe you have one soulmate mm. you have in every life. They're the same in all your lives. 
And then what I've read before, and I'm like mad, I can't remember what book this was in. But what I've read before, which resonated with me a lot, was like this is like a little different, but similar, is like you have a twin flame in each of your lives. Okay. And like your twin flame isn't always who you end up with. They're just there to teach you something. So yeah. like your soulmate you'll always find. Your twin flame you might find or you might not, but... It doesn't mean you'll, like, have a happy, healthy, lovely relationship. They're just there to, like, teach you something karmically and, like, cosmically. Right. Which is, like, a different kind of school of thought on that yeah. as well. I guess with, like, soulmates, I feel more like you can have, like, friendship soulmates. Totally. And, like, yeah, soulmates are, like, people say, like, you're cut from the same, like, a different, no, sorry, cut from a different cloth. Yeah. Where... Twin, Twin flames, flames it's one same. soul split. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a very challenging connection. It's going to mm-hmm. be like a mirror yeah. soul. So basically like both of you are just like having to face maybe mm-hmm. things you don't like about yourself or like, you know, just really like you see each other so deeply that you're forced to like yeah address things and obviously like that can come up like a lot of like insecurities yeah like it's just like supposed to be a very challenging thing I've seen a lot of like discourse I guess on like whether you're supposed to end up with your twin flame there's like a lot of like your twin flame you like have to separate at some point and then you might like get back together which is where I think people read like one article on the internet Mm -hmm. saying like oh yeah like you're you're supposed to like break up and get back together with your twin flame which like that's what lands people in like the toxic like on and off again relationships yeah I think it could definitely be like if you can like heal and learn and grow with your twin flame yeah you like end up with them or you can but, like, I think some people, like, in that lifetime, like, you just can't. And that's when you have to, like, remove yourself. Yeah, I think it's really dependent on, like, how much mm-hmm. inner work you have previously done. Yeah. And how much you're willing to do. Yeah. While you're in that relationship as well. Yeah, absolutely. I also saw um, something somewhere that I really liked. It was, like, twin flames are fire and soulmates are water. So they just like they both are valid, but they both serve different purposes. Yeah. Your twin flame is like it's excitement, it's passion, it's power, it's, it's growth, struggle, it's, yeah. it's fire, it's energy. And your soulmate is like your calm, your landing, your like emotional safety, like it's water. So it's not like like they're like diff like it's like they can both exist yeah. and they're both valid, but it's also like they both serve completely different purposes and totally. they have like different meaning. Yeah. Um, which I like too, because I just think like, this is just something we talk about so often um, with like friendships, relationships, everything, but like it doesn't, you don't have to like date one person and right. they're your soulmate and you have to date them for the rest of your life. Like you can date someone and it could be really amazing. You can learn so much and it's so special and they serve that purpose and then you can be with someone else. Yeah. You know, and I think that's like a nice way to look at it. Like your twin flame can just be like something like you needed to happen. But then like you meet your soulmate or like maybe, you know, you end up with your twin flame, but it doesn't make like any other relationship. Yeah. Less important or less like 
like important to your growth yeah the whole entire like concept of twin flames is like it really is giving monogamy like Mm -hmm. a lot of the like discourse around it yeah so just observing that yeah as well like yeah a lot of like am i supposed to end up with my twin flame like maybe like (laughs) if it's like a good relationship for you then yeah sure that's allowed and if it's terrible get out of it yeah I guess we should discuss um like in my head like twin flame is like an astrology thing Mm -hmm. but turns out there is nothing in your charts that can tell you if your twin flames or not yeah it's more of like it's like a deep soul connection. Just like a gut feeling, I guess. Like, I yeah. I couldn't find any way to, like, find out, to, like, you know, confirm or deny if yeah. someone, like, is your twin flame. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, placements and things you can look at. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, there's no, like, way to confirm or deny. Yeah. It's just something you know. Maybe someone can. Um, someone has a spell. Yeah. <laughs> But within our knowledge, it's just like you can just look at your synastry. Yeah. I mean, I think you can look at like aspects as a big one here when I was researching. So some important aspects that might come up in like if you're trying to look at your partner's chart would be like conjunction. So if your signs um, or if you have placements in the same sign or like in the same house, like very close to one another. So essentially, if you like put your birth charts on top of another and they're like in the same area. So, for example, if you both have like an Aries moon or a trine. So trines are another like happy placement because they're in the same element. So if you have like a Taurus Venus and a Virgo Venus, if you're looking at your charts, you would see they were 120 degrees away from each other. So that would be another like happy aspect you could look at. Um, yeah, I think looking at your Chirons as well. Yeah, exactly. That's a good specific thing where you're like, it's the wounded healer. If mm-hmm. you've seen all of our past episodes. Um, yeah. And like twin flames are very like mm-hmm. healing, healing your core wound Absolutely. <laughs> Juno, if you watched our asteroids or listened to our asteroids episode, that would probably be another good one. Yeah. Um, that's one where like, I feel like for a lot of these, you could look at almost like what pertains to your relationship mm-hmm. and then kind of see where those placements like obviously you can just look at each other's like complete and total charts but if you're like oh I feel like we really like have a lot of opportunity to grow like look at your north notes or like I feel like I have like a lot of trust issues maybe that's when you get into like the asteroids in Juno so I think you could almost do this like take the little pieces you want you could yeah. totally do like a full synastry or full composite chart or whatever but for like this little these aspects just because like twin flames so about like learning right like I would say like what are like the core core like issues maybe that you're dealing with and then like how can you find those in your chart yeah I do just like I don't know overall I feel like it's just looking at synastry mm-hmm in ways that we've like talked about it in the past and like you I think here's you know what we land on always is like astrology is just a fun way that we get to learn about ourselves and if calling someone your twin flame like 
feels special and like exciting for you or like gives you peace about like a past relationship that was very like full of turmoil in your life but Mm -hmm. like you grew a lot from it and it it gives you like peace of mind to be like you know what they were my twin flame like we're not supposed to be together they were just like an important Mm -hmm. part of my life we're all for that yeah I just think like twin flames have a lot of the same energy that we talk about with like opposing signs Mm -hmm. like it's like you're like one in the same but so different um like I was reading and it was talking like I saw that like people with like completely different childhoods are often twin flames because you grew up completely different so you can like heal childhood wounds within each other so like very very like different but I also like a lot of times like placements well this maybe is interesting to then think about the advice segment we just did like it um people's placements that like don't typically go together Uh uh-huh would be another like interest like another almost like you could look at like twin flames in your birth chart that way because you're like just like teaching and you're like learning from each other because you are different so it is very much like that kind of like we talk about it a lot with like opposing signs is like you're so different you're like then the same that's hilarious because i feel like we read all completely opposite information about twin flames. yeah i know i have like a, i know every time you talk i'm like i no. have something yeah because <laughs> like, no. what i was looking at everything was like you're probably the same sign as your twin flame that's so and interesting. that you probably like you if someone's like telling you about something that happened in their childhood you might like you probably have like the same childhood like experiences uh-huh. and like you know same like whatever abandonment issues or like you know yeah. like have like you have like really similar childhoods and like you are like just have so much in common with this person it mm-hmm. might be like too much I think like depending on yeah what so you need to work through yeah 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 I was it's like it's like the light to your dark yeah so they're very different yeah I don't know I, I would know. say n- I couldn't find any astrologers that I trust to even refer to a twin flame mm-hmm. so do with that information what you will <laughs> yeah I think it's definitely a more like spiritual karmic journey yeah I mean because I, I guess it's really I think it really is more about past lives yeah than astrology mm-hmm. yeah is what we've landed on but interesting that I feel like it more so than like any other like spiritual like term. Yeah. It like really has such a strong like association with astrology. Yeah, definitely. Do you think you've met your twin flame? I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess it depends on like the definition. Yeah. Like, I don't part of like I don't know but then it like is it was it my twin flame or was it just toxic right you know no absolutely a little part of me is like was my Libra that goes to me at family vacation like is that a twin no 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 he was just an asshole yeah and us screaming at each other doesn't mean yeah it doesn't mean it's like a karmic cosmic moment yeah I don't know but I but like I did I don't know no, I was going to say I learned so much from that. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> I don't know. And then my, like, current relationship feels more, like, soulmate than twin totally. flame. Yeah. It doesn't feel like... We have literally so much in common and, like... Yeah. Just, like, 
I don't know, like the stuff where it's like you feel like you've always known them for as soon as you met and like yeah like similar childhoods and like we're the same sun sign like stuff like that that I'm like okay maybe yeah and then like it doesn't feel like enough like I think we have such a deep like connection but it doesn't feel like turmoil but I don't know but have we just both done enough work yeah I mean it's also (laughs) the relationship is young the relationship is very young that's true um, I don't know. I'm going to go with no. Yeah. Because it didn't like, I don't know. I'm sketch. I'm skeptical uh-huh. of the twin flame vibe. No, I for sure am. Too. <laughs> I like, I'm, I honestly was like anti twin flame until I started reading this. And then I'm like, like reading more about it. And like, I think the thing that's fine with me is like, you don't have to end up with them. Yeah. And also that not everyone has one yeah I know I just would like to know like I'm like has my soul split though (laughs) yeah I don't know have you met yours I don't know (laughs) I like I don't I would say the closest I feel like yes is like the relationship I'm in right now otherwise absolutely no like I mean I've been in toxic but and I've learned a lot but like they weren't my twin flame yeah um, but I don't know. I had just like a weird thing earlier because obviously <laughs> bitches love a quiz. Yeah. So I'm like twin flame quiz. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I found like a numerology website, like on twin flames mm-hmm. and it's interesting. It's just like your birthday. So like you add up, like mine's like 12, 19, 97. So it's like one plus two plus one plus nine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Add up their birthday, add those numbers together, add those numbers together, like until you get to like a single digit number essentially. Yeah. Um, and ours was three. And then three was just like, this is like a happy, enthusiastic, like playful relationship, childlike, like whatever, good vibes, like blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, oh, that's cute. Like, I was just like, that's nice. Well, like, totally our vibe. And then, like, I was, like, cleaning my dishes. And I was like, hmm, I, like, are we twin flames? And I looked at the microwave, and it was 333. Okay. Isn't that weird? So maybe. I know. Except it's not, like, turmoil. But I don't know. It's only been, like, a month. Right. So who knows? But I would say, like, the, like, obsession I have with him is, like, unlike anything I've had yeah, before. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> we love it. And, like, we're so different, but so the same. Like, we're so different, but we have, like, the same birth chart. Yeah. That's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's very giving, like, half and half vibes. But, I mean, it's also been, like, completely, like, peaceful. I mean, I don't really, like, argue. Yeah. Or, like, I don't think he brings out in me anything that I, like, don't want to see. Yeah. So it's, like, is that just because it's just been good vibes so far? Right. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, I think I've already learned a lot, but is it, like, twin flame learning? I don't know. We'll keep y'all updated. Yeah. (laughs) In future seasons. Let us know if you've met your twin flame. Yeah. What do what do we all think? <laughs> Silly and fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for skinny dipping on the same, you know, we love a theme. 
since we talked about twin flames, we thought we were we would talk about toxic relationships for skinny dipping. Yeah. Once again, we're not experts. We're just chatting about our experiences and observations. So I think we can like start out by talking a little bit about like what like how to recognize signs of being in a toxic relationship and like I know the toxic word gets just like thrown around all the time yeah which it's fine whatever I do it too but like I also like to point out that just because like someone ghosted you they're toxic like (laughs) you know what I mean like we're talking about like bad bad patterns and that's not to say you can't break up with someone or not be in a relationship just because it's not toxic you can right. do whatever the fuck you want but if you're stuck in like these really bad cycles sometimes sometimes it's really hard to even realize that it's happening to you totally so maybe if you hear some things in this it'll like resonate or maybe resonate with like a friend or someone who's like seems to be going through those same things yeah so one thing that I think was like super helpful for me to realize the situation I was in was like the same bitch that I talk about every week's Instagram she posted a video on the cycle of abuse Mm -hmm. and like a study they did with rats (laughs) and um I don't I like obviously I'm not like a therapist or whatever so I don't like have it completely memorized but essentially it's like things are fine big fight things get better they get really bad you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. it just circles and circles and circles and I think that's like a lot of times when you're like in that you like when it starts out it's like a very long period of time so like you get in a really bad fight they yell at you whatever happens and then it's like the kind of like obviously things are bad for a while things are bad for a while and then it's like the honeymoon phase that they get you flowers mm-hmm. they apologize they start being really doting they plan dates they whatever try to make it up to you and then it repeats but like at the beginning it might be like months at a time so you're like you don't realize like how bad it is yeah but like that cycle like it just doesn't end right and it'll keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter until like you're literally just like on and off on the daily but like what they did with like the rats is like they gave them like a treat and then like wouldn't feed them Mm. but they would the second they would they would go like running 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 to get their little like get their little compensation and then they would be fine Mm -hmm. and then they got like starved or whatever essentially and that's like what you're you're getting like starved for affection in those relationships or whatever whatever like so good when you get it exactly and then every time it happens you just want it again yeah you get your little treat you know that it's not so bad because they're gonna make it up to you yeah And I think, like, I've just, I feel like I personally had so many friends, and I mean, I used to do this too, but I feel like I've had so many friends even that are like, well, when it's good, it's good. Right. Well, yeah, but when it's bad, it's bad. Right. Yeah. And I guess maybe something is, like, there is no, like, commitment to, like, actually making anything better. Yeah, for sure. There's no, like growth from the conflict yeah for sure and I mean like things to like look for in that too it's like 
for this is actually a really easy good example um my ex-boyfriend he would like since we started dating he'd be like I'm gonna start working out and eating healthier yeah that was not something I required it was just something he would say and he never the entire time we dated he never started working and started like working out and eating healthier but he would do the same thing in our relationship. Mm-hmm. He would say, I'm going to go to therapy. Yeah. I'm going to do this. And he never did. Well, why would he? He doesn't keep pump. Like, there's no push to do work on himself. Why yeah. would he push to do work on the relationship? But, yeah. like, yeah, if someone throws in your face, we could go to couples therapy. We could try this. I'm going to be better. But they don't. All they're going to do is, like you know buy you flowers buy you dinner until it's like the same thing yeah um but i i would like really recommend like looking into like i think you literally can google like cycle of abuse it's like a little graph that like says i'm more clearly than i am um and you could look up i'm sure like easily find like those studies on it but like that is such like like i will be the one to say this because i've said this to so many people like it doesn't change yeah like there you're not gonna get out of it it's only gonna get shorter and it's only gonna get worse and yeah they're not gonna change yeah I think something else like similar off of that to look for is like either relying or like blaming like mental health on the other person yeah for sure and like I that this is like and not to say that like every boy that's like I'm depressed I need you is toxic we're talking about like yeah like calling you from their mom's phone threatening to like take their life in the middle of the night like okay yeah that's so scary the first time like as a 19 year old or whatever that happens to you but that is incredibly manipulative and not okay no yeah yeah like that exactly that kind of like behavior yeah I had a very similar yeah yeah (laughs) I know like that's in that's incredibly not okay no no yeah any threat yeah of like if you don't do this I'm gonna do this to myself or whatever like Mm mm-hmm any harm like anything here's here we go yeah intentional harm yeah to the other person right is not okay of course you're gonna hurt your partner's feelings on accident yeah of course you're gonna disappoint your partner you're not gonna be able to make it to their event or something right it's not gonna be like you're never gonna upset your partner but if your partner is going out of their way to make you feel bad or guilty or yeah scared yeah no absolutely it's not okay no threats not okay especially something I've been thinking about a lot too is like look at how people threaten you Mm -hmm. (laughs) in relationships or like the way they choose to do things like For example, I've been thinking about this a lot in more recent years, but I was in a really bad relationship, whatever, and I was, like, had no way to, like, get a restraining order or have any physical evidence because nothing was ever written down. Yeah. Like, that shit is intentional. Yeah. Like, everything was over the phone. Everything was in person. Everything was, like, nothing was, like, logged. And, like, obviously. There's no, like, screenshots to send to your friends. 
Right. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, those people know what they're doing. Yeah. And, like, I'm always the person that's, like, everyone is doing their best and everyone whatever. But, like, there is a point where you have to, like, stop and save yourself. Yeah. And, like, even looking at, like, the way people communicate with you and, like, the methods they choose to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. You should be able to, like, track everything. Right. Obviously, like, have phone calls. But, like, <laughs> if you have, like, a scary phone call, like. Record should, it. Yeah. Like, write that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, sort of on, like, a similar line to this mm-hmm. is, like, codependency. Like, yeah. I think codependency can definitely, like. Yes. Yeah, spiral out of control. Be, like, there's kind of, like, there is an overlap with, like, yeah. toxicity. Um, and something shout out my partner's therapist yeah um because like we had like this this like blip where we were like oh my god are we codependent like (laughs) like spiraled for a few days it's okay now but um their therapist said like codependency is when the two of you rely on each other to like emotionally regulate the other person yeah if your partner's upset and you're like, oh, my God, like, I can't. What, what can I do? What can I do? Like, I have to fix this. Like, right here. right No, like your partner is an adult and they yeah. can figure out if they're sad. Your partner can get themselves to not be sad. Of course, do nice things for your partner. But it is not your job to create happiness. Exactly. In your partner. Yeah. And like. If it becomes that way. Yeah. Or if you're like, oh, no, that's my entire relationship is, mm-hmm. like, propping up my person. Yeah. Like, that's not great. Yeah. Um, I know. I have to remind that to myself literally all the, the time. Mm-hmm. I'm more of, like, um, I have a lot of anxiety around, like, people I care about safety. Like, obviously, I'm sure, like, everyone in the world does right now. Yeah. Everyone in America, at least. Um, But, like, I always just have to tell myself I'm, like... He's lived 25 years without me. Right. <laughs> He's gotten He's made it this far. Home into work 25 years without I'm me. I'm dead. Yeah. You know, like he has gotten himself to school. He's gotten himself to work. He knows how to drive. Like I just always like, and I think that's like different but similar to the emotional thing is like yeah. you could look at it that way too. Like they have self-regulated themselves or, you know, relied on their friends, relied on this is another actually now that I'm saying that you are something my therapist said to me recently is like you are no one's only resource totally and like if you are that's another issue yes like you are not the only person people can turn to Mm -hmm. and I think this is like a good one to remember in friendships too like you're you can't like obviously like we are best friends but like we both have other resources yeah and so does everyone yeah even if you feel like you only have, like, one friend you can really go to, there are texts. There are numbers. There are internet groups. Yeah. There are group chats. There's a Facebook group. Hotlines. There's a Reddit. You have a therapist, a hopefully. Therapist. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Like, you should always have so many people in your network, whether it's, like, friends or not, relationships or not. Like, you, like, your partner is, like, should never be, like, solely reliant on you. Yeah. For emotional safety, physical safety, like anything. Yeah. So I guess next we need to cover like, okay, we've identified yeah, a toxic relationship. How are we getting out of it? So you have to, 
and I am the mean friend <laughs> and whatever I stand by and it's the only way to get out of it. You have to block them and never speak to them again. Like no questions asked. Yeah. There is no room. Like they're not going to get better. They're not going to no, change. There's no like closure you're going to get. There's no closure. Yeah. There, there's no, you don't need closure. Closure is not real. Closure is fake. Um, you don't need closure. You create everything for yourself. You block their number. You block them on Instagram. You block their email. You block their mom. You block them on Facebook. <laughs> you block them on Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. And you don't unblock them. Yeah. It's like truly like, I don't know if this is scientific, but I know this is true. It's like an addiction. Like being like the rush and like serotonin or endorphins or dopamine or whatever. One of those happy chemicals that you get from like the makeup phase of that toxic mm-hmm. cycle is so addicting. You think that nothing else matters. Yeah. And like the only way you can like not continue to like spiral into that is by cutting them off. Because every time you give your like you unblock them, you text them back, you engage in an argument, you get a little like rush from like fighting or whatever. You are like just feeding your little toxic addicted relationship brain and then they get happy And then it's only going to, like, prolong the weaning process longer. Yeah. So, yeah. You can obviously tell them you're breaking up with them. (laughs) After that, like. A block out of the blue. Yeah. Um, That's also fair, though. You can also just block anyone you want anytime ever. You can do whatever you want, famously. Um, Yeah. You will have to be very brave. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm like, I could hardly speak on this because I was just... I was the one forced out of my toxic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> when I was famously ghosted. Um, but yeah, I I will say just like me personally, I like really needed a therapist at that time and I was so set on like this person did not break me. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, like this guy is such a loser and like like this like you know I was a disaster I literally slept on a bed without a sheet on it for six months after I got out of this relationship yeah like we were not okay like yeah really yeah was very unwell but ask for help yeah because it's gonna be like extremely getting like on unaddicted is that a word like what is it called? I don't know. I want to say weaning because yeah, like, kind like, of like breastfeeding. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, like if any addiction is gonna be difficult, but like so, like this, like think of this relationship like that. You know, it's yeah. important to have resources and professionals to talk through. Yeah, something scary like that. Yeah, but it's so important to like know that like literally life without them is going to be nine million times better and like personally I mean I got back with my ex 12 to 15 times yeah we broke up so many times and we kept getting back together 
And so I can like only attest to like the longer you drag that shit out, the long just the more terrible it is and the worse it gets every single time until you're just literally screaming all the fucking time. Like for what? Mm-hmm. Um, but like literally I mean honestly, probably like I was like not I mean, honestly, okay. Immediately I was like, Oh, like this is what needed to happen. But I mean, I think it took me like it took me like multiple years to like somewhat heal from it. Yeah. And then, you know, then shit comes up or they pop back up and then it's still always hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's never going to not be hard. But like your life when you have like I always like think about like think of like the energy you're putting into like arguing with someone fighting for a relationship like think of the shit like all the time you spend on that and like think of what you could be doing with that time yeah could be starting a podcast could be knitting <laughs> a sweater like you just like have so much more like brain space yeah for other to, things. like do other things and like Aubrey said like that's like when it's so important to like pour into your friendships pour into hobbies like really surround yourself with like inner child work is a great thing to do like we talked about last week if Mm -hmm. you listened to that episode like really like you have to force yourself to do stuff and only you can do that for yourself like no one none of your friends no one can do that for you you can ask someone's opinion like as many times as you want you can you know go to therapy and not listen to your therapist like you have to do that for yourself like no one like you could take all the like steps you should be taking but like only you can like block them only you can like then not reach out only you can like go to dinner with your friends and like find a hobby like that's like all you yeah and you have to just believe in yourself enough to like know you can do that and you can I guess like a whole other aspect of this is like okay what if you have a friend yeah. that you see in a toxic relationship. Like, yeah. What do you do? Well, I obviously tell them and I tell them Google cycles. Of- <laughs> I'm just like, I have no, I have a really hard time watching my friends put themselves in harm way. Like I just, I'm not going to go about it lightly. Like yeah. it's just not okay with me. Um, and I mean, they can accept it or they're not. They, again, they have to do it for themselves. Yeah. And I think there's only so much help you can give someone. Right. But I you think can't like, help someone doesn't want help. Exactly. But I think you can say like, this is super unhealthy or like, hey, this seems like something I've been through and like didn't end well, you know? Right. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Lead with empathy. Like, I yeah, would never. Like, you deserve better. Yeah. Like, vibe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I guess I always land on. I think it also depends on the friend. Yeah. You know your friends well enough. Like, you know what they need to hear and, like, yeah. what angle is going to, like, work better. Cause, like, I definitely have one friend that is very similar to me. And I'm like, we're going to talk. Like, we, we would just talk so much shit about her, like, now ex. Yeah. That, like, I'm like, and she just like knew I didn't like him at all. And I was like, I know that you are like me and like, you can't be told what to do. Right. Me saying break up with him is not going to make you break up with him. Yeah. So it is kind of like difficult sometimes. Like you can't, you can't get your friends out of it. They have to. Yeah. But obviously supporting and loving them. Yeah. And I think like sharing 
if you've been through something similar, I mean, I don't know. There's pros and cons to this. I know people are like, when someone talks about themselves, don't talk about yourself. But, like, whatever. I think there's, like, value in, like, sharing that you – Like, I think that was just – I felt like that was such a huge thing on the internet recently. Really? Yeah, like, if someone's like, I have red shoes. Like, maybe it was, like – like, okay, I'm sure it's valid. Like, definitely listening is good. Right. Listening is good. Listening think, to understand. But I think if you, like, really, truly have gone, like, maybe it is, like, when, if someone's like, oh, my family member passed away, and it's like, oh, well, my fish died. It's like, okay, well, don't do that. Yeah. But then I think I, I think I was like, oh, my God, I always do that. But I think I do it in, like, an actual better intentional way. And yeah. I think it, like, kind of like freaked me out from like ever sharing yeah no and like no it's okay like I feel like I've had like a lot of success with my friends when I've been like no I've literally gone through exactly what you're going through because I mean we're all humans and humans all have like the same little brains and stuff so like when you know I feel like a lot of us have like very similar Like, these patterns are always the same. Yeah. So, like, a lot of us have the same reactions to them. Yeah. So, if your friend is, like, going through something, like, I think it's okay if you have been through that to say, like, no, I actually, like, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Or I felt the, you know, I felt the same exact way. And, like, here's what happened to me. And then, like, this is what I did. Like, I think there's so much value in that. And I think sometimes we, like, I don't know, like, feel afraid to be like put ourselves into people's situations but I think like there's times like especially if you're a good friend of them yeah like there's like it's okay to be like no this happened to me yeah and like I was fine and you could be fine yeah sharing to connect I mean it is just like so common yeah yeah like unfortunately it feels like who hasn't been in like a disgustingly like toxic relationship totally it's just like a lot of like yeah. Like, I don't want to call them terrible people, but like. <sighs> like, un. Unrealized. Uh, yeah. Unrealized. People. Yeah. There's a lot of unrealized people out there. Like, it's brutal out there. Yeah. But your safety is the most important thing. Yeah. Like, we always say your relationships should be a net positive. Yeah. So, obviously, there's a threshold on the net negative, like maybe you should just break up and then of course if you go further down the line of net negative yeah zip the, it lock the it throw far, it the yeah the sooner you should break up yeah. <laughs> I also think it's like it could be like really scary after like doing that to like feel like you can ever be in a relationship again totally but I think like you just like also have to remember like like how much you learn from it like that is like obviously it's like literally terrible and no one should have to go through that but like if you did like you might as well take something from it yeah and like how can you just like only like like weed out the bullshit from like what you've learned yeah so I think it is one of those things where it's like it sucks but like it's only going to help you or like maybe it's only going to help you like help your friends navigate their lives or totally. like help a younger person like who comes to you be like, oh, like I actually dealt with this and like here's what I learned or yeah. here's what to look out for. So I think it's like it's terrible and it sucks, but it's only going to like it's only going to give you things to learn from and look out for in the future. 
It's ghost story time. Gather around the campfire. We have a listener submitted ghost story to share. All right, one of you wrote in to us. Hello, my astrology queens. First, I have to say I absolutely love your podcast. I feel like I'm sitting down with the girlies and talking about astrology every time I listen to you guys. So hold on to your seats because it's a doozy. (laughs) So flashback to pre-pandemic, I started dating my then friend of three years. Virgo sun, Sagittarius moon, Scorpio rising. Oh, fun. To put this into perspective, I'm a Scorpio sun and rising, Sagittarius, Moon, Mercury, Mm. and Venus, Virgo, Mars. Okay, so we've got a lot of the same energy going on. Needless to say, I fell. Right after this, I studied abroad and his mental health went downhill and like most men, used me to keep him alive. Mm. Sounds familiar. I literally got him through junior year of nursing school and would walk him to his therapy so he didn't yeet himself. I promise I'm not insensitive. I just joke through the pain, babes. We know, you're a Scorpio, honey. Yeah, we, <laughs> we get to 2020 and he randomly breaks up with me after fucking me the night before a nursing exam prior to our anniversary and tells me he has been wanting to, to for a whole month after I spend $1,000 on him that month clown emoji after this he had half of our friend group gaslighting me about the breakup and that it's not fair for me to be upset because of his mental health when i was one stop away from a good old peace out my dudes flash forward to october when i got diagnosed with cancer the astrological things in my chart that coordinate with poor health and cancer is so wild babes okay we want to hear about that on a different episode maybe And I'm like, wow, I'm not over this, but I want to move past it if the cancer would eat me alive. So I reached out to everyone and I was like, I'm sorry if I hurt you with my reactions, etc. Can we close this so I can move on? My friend, one of the gaslighters and heavy Gemini, said this to Virgo for me, for me, who basically told me to fuck off and die. And then when I was upset about it, she was like, I mean, you're kind of crazy and gaslit me more. Like, babe, I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius love child. I'm intense as fuck. I hope you guys can laugh at this with me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm glad you're laughing about all of this. Oh, my God. Because that was a doozy. That was a doozy. Yeah, I guess I'm like... I'm feeling gaslit too. Not by you. I'm I'm like, well, yeah, that's weird. Why wouldn't you think that was weird if you were in like a thing of like. Yeah. And then it said like you were friends for three years. Yeah. Friends for three years and then dated. Oh my God. Like it it seems like a couple years. Yeah. Like a long time. Dragged them along. Right. Like you were just like the mental health crutch. Literally. As the men love to do. Oh my I'm God. like something that we just don't talk about enough is that like everyone who's dated a cis straight man has had to deal with just like being a therapist. And like yeah. I I literally have tried to break up with so many men and mm-hmm. they've said no. Yeah. No, I'm too depressed. No. No. I'm going to kill myself. Like, that's not okay to say to someone. No. 
Um, no, it's not. And I feel like I said this earlier, but I'll say it again. You are never someone's full support system. No. And unless you are literally a licensed therapist, it's honestly, I don't even want to know if I want to say that because it's still not cool if they're not paying you for that. Like, you're just not a professional. Us, you can none provide. None of us little girlies are qualified to be doing that. No. Like, that not at all. Not <laughs> effective. So I know, like, the way that, like, like, so many people have just, like, gone through life, like, literally, like, coaching people. Yeah. In whatever capacity. Like, where's Stop. the certification? Where's the PhD? Right. Like, no. No, 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 no. I don't know if I feel like maybe we've talked about this in the podcast before, but it is, like, this just whole larger issue of, like, men can't talk to their friends. Yeah. So they get a girlfriend and finally they can talk about their feelings with someone. And then just like all of this, like there's just like way too much pressure in general. Yeah. Put on the girlies. Yeah, absolutely. It's not their job. No, it's like not, that's not yours to carry at all. Right. Um, yeah. Super interesting that you guys are the same, like big threes. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely why you probably were friends and then definitely why you, like, fell hard for each other. Yeah. You, like, really understand them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just, like, I don't know, crazy of everyone to be, like, you don't get it. You're, like, I fully get it. No, (laughs) literally. Yeah, I was there the whole time. What's not, like, what's not... Why was he trying... Why wouldn't he break up with you for a full month right and then you're the bad person but literally you're the one that got dumb i'm confused too i know (laughs) no that's like major gaslight yikes well i'm really sorry i hope your health is doing better i would like to hear about the astrology and your cancer diagnosis um so a future episode will yeah. hit you up um but we hope you have recover well you're laughing about this i'm glad but i also hope you've worked through this yeah absolutely because that's a and lot and i hope you have better friends <laughs> yeah now the conclusion is like you just deserve way better yeah of just like basic like consideration yeah absolutely <laughs> Oh my god. A doozy is right. Thank you for joining us on kind of what ended up being like a heavy episode. I know. I was like, oh my god, Twin Flames, fun. Well, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're like, perfect. And people, yeah, just like say they're toxic. Well, I hope we like learned some things and reflected yeah and we promise next week will be a silly silly time um we have yeah i think we have a surprise in store for next week (laughs) we're excited follow us on tiktok instagram and twitter once again leave us a review if you've made it this far you're clearly obsessed with us (laughs) so you know take three more minutes and you know write a sentence a little (laughs) we'll see you next week sluts see you next week sluts love you love you